Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Classified. This is Mocha Only. This is Sean Price. Yeah, Ghostface Killer. This is Quake Matthews. What's up, my brother Ali? Fight Diggy, Tribe Call Quest. Eloquent, man. What up, Styles Peter Ghost. This is Absol. This is KO. And you listening to The Come Up Show, where that feel-good music lives. Hey. This is the show that you come up on, yeah. This is the spot that you come up strong. What's going on? Welcome to another edition of The Come Up Show podcast. I'm your host, Martin Bauman. And we're joined by DJ Chetto once again. It's not even a throwback Thursday. Yeah, some original. These are, I'm so glad I, I didn't lose these interviews because I thought there's there's some technical issues that I had. But they're here. They sound great for you. And I'm glad to introduce uh, to you uh, our interview with Naturally Born Strangers, which consists of Adam Bomb, Tona, Tona, and Rich Kid. Three MCs who just, in their own rights, they're they're just... Solid MCs, but together it's a whole other, a whole other Voltron, deal. Voltron, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's like a Voltron of MCs coming together. Definitely, and uh, man, I I love that. Like, uh, I can only imagine what their studio sessions were like. They told they tell us a little bit about their studio sessions, why Jameson was their liquor, their whiskey choice, and you know, they, why they almost got you know, quoting smashed on it every night. And I uh, asked some some real questions as well too about uh, vulnerability. Um, Adam Bomb, you know, like he is revered by his peers, from decisive mm-hmm. to the Distonas to the rich kids to Theo threes. Everyone shows love to Adam Bomb. But I asked him, do you feel like that that matches up to what the fans and and everyone else is saying as well too? And um, just a great interview. These guys joke around, they clown around <laughs> as well too, which made it a lot of fun. And you know, they brought out the fun in me as well too, and the vulgarity in me as well too. <laughs> Usually, I'm a nice guy and uh, keep it clean. But yeah, you know, uh, that's how it is, man. This is uh, you know our podcast, and this is what this is... I love about it. It's uncensored. It's raw. It's, it, it is what it is, man. And I hope you enjoy our interview with Naturally Born Strangers. <laughs> All right, let's check it out. This is the come up show that feel the music lives real recognize real. It's your boy Chetto, January thirty first, twenty fourteen. Naturally born strangers, a historical night's about to go down. Please, first of all, introduce yourselves since this is audio and the people know who you are. Let's start with you. What's up? It's Adam Bombs, NBS. Yeah, yeah. It's Rich Kid. Your boy Tony Tank ready. Gonna post a boy. And together you are. Naturally born strangers. Natural. Lee, boy, strangers, stranger, strangers, strangers, and you are, sir, the humble DJ Nana, <laughs> in the cut. So, Rich Kid, uh, you recently did an interview with one of our team members at the Come Up Show, M Bomb Martin. I believe it was Waterloo opening up for JD Era, and uh, M Bomb. M bomb, M bomb, M bomb, M bomb. Maybe if he was black, M bomb, but he's a white guy, so and and bomb's probably not the most appropriate. Uh, but you were saying that in a recent interview with the Come Up Show, you were talking about how this project came to, came together. And you were saying um, it's kind of known. Adam Bomb doesn't really give a fuck about rap anymore. He's been through his crew. He's been through Empire, Mosaic, Music, Mayhem, and them. And back in the day, so he kind of had a jaded mind. I'm not really wanting to MC anymore, uh, but I feel like this whole project maybe you know got him inspired again, rejuvenated, and made him wanting to go in on it. So Adam Bomb, when maybe 
you know th it is about the cynics and you can you do sound a little bit like a cynic here like you don't give a fuck or anything did this project rejuvenate anything did it change anything or you're like fuck it still you feel still feeling like that i'm the type of guy that balances off of people's uh, new blood you know what i mean and uh, you mess with rich kids beats the best on the planet you can't do anything but but give your hardest and when honestly when the project was done i wanted to do two more albums with them and three more albums solo so yeah he's right 100 percent. i was rejuvenated as soon as that project was finished so i thank you for that that was nice of you thank you yeah no, like you know what i mean it the way you said it sounds harsh and it is harsh because at, at, at the end of the day like that's the thing he he knows how he's good he's he's fucking probably the sickest but he just doesn't give a fuck you know what i mean so i feel like you know what i mean this project had had an idea to it a theme to it that he could get with that he could flex his bars on and 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 give him you know what i mean a, a direction you know what i mean and i feel like you know what i mean it's the same with tona too even though tona is, is steadily releasing work yeah. it gave us a, a certain direction and a focus where we knew like you know what i mean when we all get together we damage shit so you know what i mean it, it, it rejuvenated me to do some fucking some gutter shit too you know what i mean because just coming off the sun real shit you know what i mean it, you know a lot of people you know felt you know you know is rich going for that pop image and yeah i was just like yeah i could do whatever the fuck i want of course i'm doing it but like this shit brought it back to that gutter shit which i love you know what, I mean? what kind of energy did you get off this project Tony? um well yo like just being in the studio with these two man like you know what i'm saying i've fucking we've known each other for a long time you know what i'm saying and actually like we haven't sat down and made an album like this before honestly like the group dynamic Especially from back in the day, like it's not present now, like how it was, like you know what I'm saying. A lot of artists are starting to click up now, and you're starting to see like the strength in numbers. Like besides this, you know what I'm saying I have the Freedom Writers, and like they're starting to see the strength in numbers. And this here, like to me, it's just fucking top tier artists, producers, like coming together. So the energy is like always dope, man. Whether we're performing, whether we in studio, even if, even when we just on the phone politicking, like the energy is always there, man. I just never a lack of that. Ever. Does it seem like uh, you know your project with uh, Sunreal probably one of the most successful in terms of like you know Juno nominated and all that? Freedom Riders obviously brought a lot of attention to everyone, yourself included as well too, and you as well. Is it is that the route then? Like should should that kind of be like a formula? Maybe there is strength in numbers. Maybe Canadian rappers should be trying to collaborate more with other producers and other rappers and maybe form duos because more people will pay attention com compared to just doing it a solo thing. After tonight, yeah. you're going to see a lot more motherfuckers clicking up like this. I guarantee you that, man. But the thing is, like, I don't know if I would, I don't know if I would like, put this in the category of a formula. You know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't about, like, putting two eggs together and putting like mixing cake mix and baking a cake like it was more like naturally put together by you know what i'm saying my man brian espiritu like these are some of his favorite people in general like you know what i'm saying so everything just came together naturally i wouldn't manufacture like three people together like when it's natural you know what i'm saying yeah. nothing's forced and it's just like yeah. it clicks better you know what i'm saying Definitely wrong word choice on my own formula because we're always thinking that way. But it's it's just vibing, getting in the studio together, and maybe having the Jamison here and there. And yeah, you know, exactly. you know, we'll talk about that about that the drink of choice a little bit later. But what about you, Rich Kid? About that question, do you have anything to add to that? Um, uh, what was the question? <laughs> the question was like, uh, you know, where we have these groups coming together now, duos or groups or whatever that you know, and it does seem like there is more success and more intention coming from that as well too. Um, you know. 
the way I see it, it's it's like you link up when it's time to link up. Every I feel like we all start as solo artists and you know what I mean, jump into groups and and you know what I mean, see how the group dynamic fits and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know what I mean? And I feel like this already works because we already fuck with each other on a level. Like I've known these guys for a while. You know what I mean? I produce lots of Tony stuff. I produce stuff for Empire, and you know what I mean. Already drank with this guy enough times. Drank with this. Like we 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 hang out, we chill. You know what I mean? It's always good vibes. So it's like on record, it's just gonna be that same shit. And we all admire what each other does. Our our, our best talent. So you know what I mean? That's why this works. It may not work for everybody else. You know what I mean? And that's why you don't really see too many like collaborations and click ups you know what i mean yeah. and some and it's better for some certain artists to be solo too so you know what i mean it all depends but i feel like this is a good you know what i mean collaboration link up for this it's not necessarily a group it's three solo artists coming together doing their thing and you know if the fans like it and they want more obviously we're gonna give it to them but this is what it is for now it's a moment in time you know what i mean Seems like you get a lot of love from your peers when it comes from a decisive to a rich kid Daytona, or they say you know you cannot fuck with Adam Bomb. His lyrics, the way he puts words together, like how the how the hell does he do it? <clears throat> and from the, your peers, always saying and always like from the Theo threes, everyone say yo Adam Bomb, Adam Bomb, Adam Bomb. Um, so it's obviously like a lot of love when you get it from your peers. That's like you know people on your same level. But what do you think in terms of just general like from fans or people on the streets? Do you feel like? That what your peers are saying is matching up to what is happening on the streets with you. You know what it is when it comes to that that kind of thing. My my failures are also kind of my strengths, so they lead to my strengths. I I don't do a lot of solo music because I don't really get inspired to do so. To make myself want to write, it is it, it. I need new blood around me. I need to be inspired by new artists or at least people who are consistently good. That's why I consistently work with people like Tona. He keeps me on my toes. Rich Kid keeps me on my toes. If you see me working with someone like Theo, it's because, you know, Theo's the best of the best. Anybody you name out there, D. And honestly, I like to pride myself in being able to do a record with, you know, TNT, but I'll be also be able to do a record with an old group like the Oddities. Or, you know, I like to be able to stretch the uh, the variety out. But at the same time, I'm not in there to uh, to shine anybody on the record or, or be the standout in any way. I just want to make sure that I can... No, no. My, my whole goal is to make sure I hold... My whole goal is to hold weight with people. And if it comes out that people like it, great. I'm happy by it. But my whole goal is to hold weight with people. And that's why I continue to click up with everybody because I just want to make sure I can hold weight with everybody. That's why half the collaborations he does never comes out because they don't even want it. They don't even fucking want his version. They're, they're, they're like, I can't. They're like, how can I compete with... Oh, fuck fuck like, this whole track. Like, this record ain't even mine no more. Like, I'll just go do a record with Bubba shit. Sparks, man. He's... <laughs> more on my level man fuck this uh, this is a quote from uh, Brian where he says there's no there's no room for vulnerability uh, in this game and so I'm trying to build some and when I think vulnerability for your track I'd be lying it's probably one of those tracks right there where you like you really putting it out there and you might not know what that's going to be in terms of response uh, what is it like to actually fucking put your shit in there where you know this game of rap where it's boasting and egos or whatever but it, does, is it changing a little bit where Rappers are becoming more um, honest in their rhymes or, or more comfortable with being vulnerable, would you say? Uh, yeah, it's, be, it's becoming more of that because it's less violent. You know what I mean? It's more people expressing their feelings and whatever, you know, you know, hugging and, and, and wooshying. And, like, but, like, that's, that's the whole thing about it. It's like there's always been honesty in rap to a certain degree. Some And there's always liars, you know what I mean? There's even some people lying about 
being overly emotional. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can lie about that too, just so you can get girls or you can get a certain audience. You know what I mean? So I feel like honesty and authenticity of that, like, it just it speaks volumes from certain artists. It's not. It's, it's not. It's not every artist that you know tries to do the emo thing. That's really emo or anybody who tries to be like talk that real pain shit from the streets is really living that pain you can hear the genuineness you know what i mean so i feel like yeah it's, it's there's there's more emo guys out now but it still doesn't translate as the real to me or real honest because you know what i mean some, some niggas is just really like their problems are not like they're real people problems but they like they say it in certain ways because they're good at what they do to make it seem like it's more dire than it is it's not really that serious bro you know what i mean your problems are like you know what i mean i woke up this morning had to brush my teeth man <laughs> fuck i don't know you know what i mean like you know what i mean like it's just not that serious what well, sounds like you're talking about more they're just complaining compared to actually yeah. saying something and they're yeah. fucking scared yeah. what is it like you're fucking scared to to see what are people gonna feel differently about me was is I'd be lying to one of those tracks for you though? I'd be lying was is me and knowing what it is. Like I know what it is, and I'm analyzing the situation. Like I do, like with anything that happens to me. Like the last verse when I talk about me and my girl, I'm not talking about like oh shit, I want her back. And, no, I'm analyzing it. I'm saying yo, I know what I did wrong. Like I know I fucked up. <laughs> fuck. And when you fuck up, they get jaded. That's what happens. That's you know what I mean? Is. Sometimes that shit is therapeutic, man. Like fucking, if you're not able to sit down and like. For us, I just speak on me basically. Like, artistically, like, I'll put together a fucking rhyme. Like, I won't even be able to express it to the actual person. I can put it more in that. That's my artistic expression. That's how I get that shit off my chest or off my mind. Like, you know what I'm saying? Putting it out there in the world. I don't, me, I don't give a fuck how it looks at that point, man. It makes you look vulnerable. Like, makes you look like however it makes you look. It was just real. Like, you had a real moment. You put it out on, on fucking record at the time. And that was it. Let the people decide how they feel about it. You know how you felt about it when you put it down. You know what I'm saying? So it is authentic. And people can see right through that shit, man. Like they can hear it and they'll know, man. If you don't sound sincere when you're doing it or if you're not sincere, people will see right through that shit. I, if I can do it, anyone can fucking do it, man. You know what I'm saying? Easily. Is it safe to say that uh, Jamison was the the choice of liquor throughout this recording process? When oh, you guys, yeah. when oh, yeah. you guys were getting together, uh, t- tell me like what kind of effect? Like you probably drank all types of liquor. What what does Jamie, What did Jamison do for you guys for this recording project? You know what Jamison did. <laughs> Jamison almost got me fired from my fucking comfortable RBC job that I had. Man, that shit almost got me fired because we were doing fucking sessions over at the remix for this album. And then literally I get out like 4 a.m. and have to be at work by 6. You know what I'm saying? So just going in zombie smelling like whiskey, man. Like, but honestly, like, if you could do it all over again, I wouldn't trade that for fucking nothing. And Jameson just happened to be like every night, man, we were smashed on it. Every fucking night. Like somebody brought a bottle through or you know what I'm saying? Like that I don't I couldn't even tell you honestly how the fuck that that drink came into choice, man. Mm-hmm. How did it come to Joyce, James? Like, I already, I was already, like, sipping on James. Like, I had this little slut that I was just fucking with, and she liked Jameson, I liked Jameson. We just fucking with Jameson, and I know fucking, you know, Brian fucked with Jameson, and I don't know, it's just for the love of whiskey, you know what I mean? Like, I went through different whiskeys. I fucked with, you know, uh, with, um, I fucked with uh, Maker's Mark for a minute, too. Maker's Mark was my shit, and then for some reason, I just got on Jameson. And, you know what I mean, that was a drink that, you know, Brian loved to bring in, and we just 
Fuck, it was a green bottles all the way, man. Like, that's how it is. Green bottle, burgundy top. What kind of effect did I have on you, Jameson, specifically? Are you a fan of whiskey? Oh, oh, I love whiskey. You know, I, I drink turpentine if you leave it out long enough. So, But honestly, before the session started, the NBS sessions, I was drinking a lot of Jack, a lot of whiskey of any sort. Jameson might have been one I never drank at all until the session started. And I think it was Brian B. who first started bringing it. When the session started, I was bringing Jack Daniels bottles or maybe CC or something like that. Or even rum with Ray and Nephews. But... When he started bringing the Jameson in, just a little better of a buzz, I think. I think everybody else is kind of say, yo, this is what it's going to be. And then when we recorded the record, we happened to have been drinking that, I think. Yeah. And then, yeah, we have from then, we just stuck to it. And I honestly, even when it's not nothing to do with rap, that's the first kind of thing I drink. So, shout out to Jamie. Mm-hmm. Bang, bang. Uh, when uh, Brian uh, explained what the, the meaning of Legends League meant, he said, it's people who influence you, whether it's good stories or bad stories, to who you are today. Uh, so what are some uh, like bad people, good people, bad situations, good situation? It is what it is, that type of thing. So what are maybe some, uh, you know, some things that you grew up on that probably were not good influences on you, Rich Kid? What are some things that I grew up on? Yeah, like the meaning of Legends League, right? Yeah. Uh, Legends League is, uh, like Brian said, he just inter- released an interview with uh, the Grid TO, yeah. uh, and he said, the legends are the people and the stories, good or bad, that influence us to be the people that we are today. Yeah, like things that are in you today that maybe might have happened when you were, yeah. Uh, fuck, um, bad things? Fuck, man, you know. Could have been it's a number of things, you know, homies dying, uh, fucking, you know, fucking interaction with police, you know what I mean? My dad leaving me, you know, fuck, it could it could have been it, but like they they haven't influenced me for the worst because you know, like I'm happy today, you know what I mean? Like all that shit made me tougher, made me smarter, and, you know, just kept me focused. Yeah. Um, so tonight you guys are getting all, all on stage together. I, how you excited? How you how you feeling right now, Adam? It's a good feeling, honestly. Is is a I'm a, I'm a lot more at ease than normally I would be, even if it was just by myself on stage, just because I know I could trust everybody that's on there. Nana's crazy on the tables. Richard Tone bring energy to a stage like nobody else. Honestly, I couldn't even not show up, and it's still a ten out of a ten show right now. So um, I'm pumped. I'm, I'm excited, but at the same time, I'm relaxed because I'm, I'm in good hands right now. Yeah. Do you see this going any further, Tona? Like naturally born strangers, like the whole experience that you had today, would you do it over again? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely, man. And I hope it does because like the feedback we've been getting, honestly, I didn't know what to expect when we put out this tape, man. I had no expectations. I thought we were just gonna put this shit out. You know what I'm saying? And like, yo, just let people have like let people determine the singles, like, because we just dropped this shit. Like I think we dropped like how many singles we dropped before the project dropped? Two. Yeah, like two? I was just gonna We just wanted to see Where it went from there Like you know what I'm saying We were all confident Like when it was done That fucking people Were gonna feel it Like you know what I'm saying But Me yeah man I, I definitely hope it, You know what I'm saying Like we fucking Are able to do this again And like do it on a larger scale Next time man But we're still not done With this one So we're just gonna focus on Like you know Riding this one out To the very end of it And take it from there man We'll see what happens any uh, last words to the people out there, man, and uh, what they should check out for about this project, music videos, anything like that? Uh, Jameson, I have next video coming out soon. Um, just go online, richkidbeats.com, uh, thelegendsleague.com. Go pick up that MBS mixtape, you know what I mean? If you ain't here tonight, 
feel sorry for your ass. Could have got the hard copy. Now you don't have a chance. But you might have a chance if you see me on road. But if you don't, then you don't have a chance. Fucking uh, go check me out at, at Rich Kid Beats. R I C H K I D V B E A T S. Tona. No. Twitter at Isatona. I S A T O N A. You know what I'm saying? Um. Yo, BigTona.com, man. Keep up with all the updates there. I'm gonna be dropping solo album like sometime this year, maybe like April, March or something. You know what I'm saying? I'm just gonna continue to work. So my fucking back's broken, man. Like that's it. Continuous work. What about you, Adam? Mom, is it until the next collaboration or something like that that lets hollers at you, or how you feel? I think I'm getting off my fat ass. The solo album will be out this year, guaranteed. I'm thinking by summertime there will finally be a solo project. Other than that, pick up anything by myself, Tona Rich, or Legends League, or anybody that's good that you like. You know what I mean? Keep supporting the movement and support what needs to be supported and what you feel should be supported. Uh, girls, show me your titties. That's all. And check out my MySpace, AdamBomb.com. MySpace.com slash The Legend Adam Bomb. MySpace. And check. Damn, man. Check out my Black Planet page. Check out my Black Planet page. Black Planet. You Oh, shit. I need a Black Planet. I need to get a new And that's Naturally Born Strangers. This is the Come Up Show where Feel Good Music Lives. Easy. Well, there you have it. Another edition of the Come Up Show podcast in the bags. That is why we have the explicit tags on our podcast right there. Bam, bam. Yeah, we're, we're putting that, those tags to use. Yeah. For real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really using it to the, to the limits. But yeah, yeah. Great interview there with Naturally Born Strangers. I uh, also wanna do, wanna, wanted to add as well, too, because when I first planned to do this interview, um, I meant to, I, I thought I was going to do it all. Uh, you know, Brian Espirito was going to be a part of it, but this was at uh, the release party in Toronto at the Mile Club, which is a crazy show. Uh, so I do have a separate interview coming up with Brian Espirito. Make sure you check for that as well, too. That's gonna be, uh, it's going to be a great interview that you don't want to miss out on. All right, so that's coming up soon. Hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, you know, if you did, check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes, both at the Come Up Show. Uh, subscribe, follow us. We're on Twitter and Instagram as well at the Come Up Show. Check us out online at thecomeupshow.com. Once again, thank you for listening. I'm your host Martin Bauman. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.